Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Diva. Hey, Divas. My name is Nick, and I'm staff writer here at Diva Magazine. Today, I'll be talking to none other than Lady Phil. She's the cover star of our LGBT Plus History Month issue. And who better? She's such a trailblazer. She's the co-founder and executive director of UK Black Pride and executive director of Kaleidoscope Trust. We're living in such a pivotal moment in LGBTQI history. So thankfully, Phil's here fighting for all our rights. What you're about to hear was recorded at the Diva cover shoot while Phil was sitting in the hair and makeup chair. It gets a bit hectic at times, but think of it as eavesdropping on a private chat. What she has to say is so important and beautiful. It's worth your attention. I hope you enjoy listening as much as I did. Part Diva. It's a simple but loaded question, but why do you do the work that you do? That's, yeah, that is a really loaded question. I guess my conscience doesn't allow me to not do this work. You know, as a, a black, queer woman that identifies as a lesbian, understanding what racism, classism, sexism looks like, and knowing that, you know, when your parents came to this country, we had nothing, you can't just expect things to be handed on a plate for you and the world doesn't necessarily treat people like me or who look like me favorably you know there are so many inequalities there's so many injustices that happen to our minds and our bodies that it makes sense to you know stand on the shoulders of those giants that came before us and continue their good work and build on that and if you weren't doing what you're doing now what do you think you would be doing oh i'd be a billionaire <laughs> um i don't know i guess maybe i don't know that's a hard one because i think that I, you know, I'm a spiritual person. I believe that my steps have been set out for me. And if I wasn't doing UK Black Pride or working with Kaleidoscope Trust, I'd be maybe running an organisation which is for young people and homelessness. And yeah, so I think it would just be always in social justice. What would you be doing if you wasn't doing this? 
have no idea. I feel like I was going through quite cluelessly in then, but I feel like I've always like been like from a very young age writing, so I don't know what I do. But I um yeah, when I um, when I was young I used to um like write to Tony Blair, asking him to free dolphins from catching <laughs> See, so you've always been into your own form of social justice. You know, I say everyone is an activist, yeah. It because activism comes in so many different forms. Even you putting on this makeup for me right now, we're doing it for a cause, so you're contributing to that. So, yeah, I don't know, what would I be doing? That's a really, really hard question because you're asking me at a time where I've already had my daughter, I've already had like my own struggles and trials and tribulations. And those are things of what, what shaped me, and I have no regrets, and I wouldn't take any of it back, even the things that may be seen as negative. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. UK Black Pride published We Will Be Heard um, mm-hmm. survey results, which were um, very upsetting, but I wondered if you have any advice to people who are struggling to um, have their voices heard? The We Will Be Heard survey, the responses were quite stark, but I guess this was really this is nothing new for our communities you know people struggling to have their voices heard i always say find your tribe you know if you're out if you're not out you know find that network find that tribe that will support you hold you lift you love you rejoice with you cry with you and that way when you're all speaking about particular things and areas of your lives that intersect with each other, that feel complicated, that feel harmful, that feel hurtful, you've got people to hear you. Having your voice heard is not just about government hearing you, it's not just about you know society hearing you, it's about those closest to you. And get involved with UK Black Pride if you want to write anonymously to have your voice heard then do that we've got something called um voices uk black pride and we're always looking for writers to help shape that narrative as opposed to the narrative being shaped for us and share the report <laughs> because you know when they told us that we'd only have about four or five hundred responses we had over a thousand five hundred and you know in 20 is it 2016 there was that national lgbt plus survey where 94.2 percent of people who filled it out were white that's not having our voices heard. So yeah. our survey really speaks to, you know, Asian, the Caribbean, the African, the Middle Eastern, Latin American, those also that are indigenous, even some travelers um, who don't see themselves as white, they had their voice heard in that. And, you know, that report is gonna be something used to actually find ways of where do we need resource How do we capacity build? How do we strengthen society for black and brown queer people? And, you know, how do we unlock funding so that we can deal with and speak truth to power about mental health, you know, spirituality, reconciling sexuality and faith, 
how do we speak about our Asian siblings who have felt during this COVID period that they've been harmed more and seen hate crime rise? That's how we hear our voice. Obviously, you do a lot of work and fight many battles at the same time, both here and overseas. I was wondering, what advice would you give to helping more than one issue at once? Well, it's, it's understanding intersectionality. And, you know, a quick intersectionality 101. We know that our lives are compounded by many different forms of oppressions that exist. So those social categorizations like being a woman, being uh, a lesbian, being black, being of a particular class, being disabled, being differently abled, as some people put it, sometimes we can't divorce ourselves from that. So actually fighting for or championing or challenging those causes has to be done in a dual effort. You know, I remember the time when, you know, I was asked at an event, what do you fight for first? And I said, I can't answer that question because I don't believe that our rights for equity for black people out-trump, you know, gender or being queer or non-binary. It's all part of that experience. So, you know, you kind of fight for it all. But I go back to that point of sometimes it's hard to fight these things and you need to find your tribe. You need to find your networks. You need to find who can be as supportive as possible so that you don't feel drained because often we find ourselves in this really soul-destroying dark place when everything just feels like it's being thrown at us yeah to anyone you're not alone you're not alone you said the pandemic is not new to us because black people have always been living in a state of pandemic yes. you know what you said yeah 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 but, um, how did your lived experiences as a black woman teach you the tools to continue like serving the community during this time i love your line of questioning i guess some of these tools you have by virtue of being born black and some of these tools you acquire from the people you meet along the way. And I've met so many amazing people. Every day someone shapes my thinking or I think differently. So I guess it's an everyday thing. You know, what does Audrey Lord say? She talks about the, the master's tools will never dismantle the master's house, right? So for me, it's reading, learning, listening to difference, listening to also how people have organized and mobilized over the years. Let's go back to the civil rights. What do they do differently than what we're doing now? The suffragettes, let's think about black women during, you know, I mean, it's not just solely linked to black women, but black women during the heightened HIV and AIDS epidemic. What were we doing that allowed us to strategize, to organize, mobilize and galvanize, and most importantly, educate and learn and unlearn? What do you think future generations can learn from us looking back at this important moment in history? Mm. Well, let's flip that question around because I kind of feel like we are learning from future generations about 
what we can do differently now so that they don't have to struggle when it comes to their turn of holding that baton. I've learned so much from, you know, our queer young black and POC communities. People like Tanya Compass, Not So Shay, um, Twos Twos podcast. All of these young people, they're the ones who are saying, right, we know what you did before and this is great, but this is what we need. I think that we learn from the next generation and that way we can start thinking about, right, this is the theory of change, this is what we need to do better and differently. It's like, what does allyship look like towards young people, the next generation? If your allyship, as I've always said, is not rooted in solidarity, then it's not allyship. Think about reading more, getting involved with different organisations. If you have got a pretty penny to spend, donate to those organisations so that they can be a bit more resourceful and sustainable. Um, and I guess just keep on talking and look at different ways of healing. Yeah, there's a lot of generational trauma. So what, do, what are we doing to fix ourselves? What are we doing to, to help ourselves, to support ourselves, to grow our own businesses, to support independence and grassroots? How are we doing all of that? And I guess my stance is, I know what my purpose is and I will always keep on unlocking funding wherever I can to ensure we've got a free, safe and equal place for all LGBT plus people, especially black and POC queer people. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You often speak about allyship. 2021 was such a deadly year for the trans community. I'm wondering what you think people can do to be better allies and to hopefully nurture a much better and safer 2022 for the trans community. Show love. Understand that, you know, trans lives are not to be debated. This is about really making sure that, again, you know, allyship comes in so many different forms. And I would only hope and pray that, you know, we understand that if we're going to discriminate against a group of people who are supposed to be part of our wider LGBTQIA plus family, then what does that tell us about ourselves, that we're just as bigoted as those who are oppressing us? Also, understanding our privileges or advantages and the way we access things that our our trans siblings may not be able to. So again, how do we unlock that door? How do we make sure that we don't move the ladder from underneath us when our trans siblings need it to climb up? The word support, I, I just... want people to really understand what they're looking at, what they need, you know, what it actually means to support someone genuinely without just saying it. Solidarity is the way forward. And if you don't know what to do, go and look at what Black Trans Alliance, Black Trans Foundation have got on their websites so that you can be better informed as to how to support our trans siblings. You know, mermaids are doing great work. There's so many things out there. Congratulations as well on Kaleidoscope Trust celebrating its 10th birthday. You know, 10 years is still quite in its infancy considering, you know, we are still a small international LGBT charity based in the UK. What's good is looking at the successes and the achievements and what needs to happen. You know, I go back to free, safe and equal world is that we need to continue fighting the injustices, looking at how we fund civil society in the global south without taking a colonialist approach and parachuting in and parachuting out and we need to find ways that people feel empowered to speak truth to power about what's needed and what legislation needs to change and you know who is there in their eye view to be able to help them i think over the next over the next five years we're going to see i guess many of our really amazing human rights defenders looking at how they can challenge some of these draconian colonial 
era laws that exist in their country that continue to harm them, that continue to hurt them and that continue to put them in prison or be tortured or persecuted for any number of reasons. So it's Kaleidoscope Trust's job to make sure that doesn't happen and we can only do that in collaboration and partnership. So I think those are two of the strongest words that we're going to be able to really act on, that collaboration with others and that partnership with whether it's the Canadian government, Australian government, the you know, British government, whether it's you know, other lawmakers, policy makers, other institutions, and find ways to present case studies, not in a tokenistic way, but case studies that really show the breadth of the impacts that we have that we're doing, but also the issues of what's happening. But I want to see more funding, and not just on an ad hoc basis, because people can't sustain themselves. You know, if you give somebody 500 pounds to last them for a month, what happens next month? You know, we want to see real investment into organizations abroad. So I think the British government certainly have a role to play in a way that's meaningful and positive. What about our present makes you hopeful for the future when thinking about the decades to come? What makes me hopeful? I love that. Um, the fact that we're still breathing. What makes me hopeful is seeing over this last 18 months how young people came out in you know their thousands and seeing them so active in wanting to advocate for change really gives me hope what gives me hope is knowing that there are so many people like-minded and more that want to see real change and this is not just a talk shop what keeps me hopeful is reimagining a future and a world that is favourable and that is good to us. The theme for UK Black Pride 2021 was love and rage. With everything going on, how do you hold space in your heart for both? Well, you see, I think love and rage can coexist together. And in that coexistence of, you know, rage and all the things that we see that are wrong with society, you know, when you hear about Grenfell, when you hear about Windrush, when you hear about, you know, particular people saying in the Sewell report that there's no racial discrimination, or when you hear about our trans siblings constantly being vilified in the media, in the papers, on TV, that makes the rage come out. When you hear about people being deported to countries that will kill them because of who they are, that's rage. But at the same time, UK Black Pride was built on love. And the love comes through. And this is where I always talk about us holding each other, us being joyful to be in existence with each other.
love is love is something that you know it's so cliche to say love con conquers all but you have to think about what you're angry what you're frustrated about and how you're going to work through that so that you get to a good place and that good place is the love that's shown it's not it's not just a passionate love or being intimate with somebody it's the love that is about harmonious ways of living and that's why love and rage was such an apt theme for our communities given all that we continue to go through and that's why my comment on you know the pandemic isn't new for us it's we've always been in a state of emergency as black and brown queer people but what helps us through it is you know the love that i'll show to you the love that you show to me and that means we're not alone and if i could make a cheeky request are you able to share what the theme will be for uk black pride 2022 yes of course you can make a cheeky request but you're not going to get the answer <laughs> yeah Let's just say next year is going to be, you know, it's just going to be phenomenal. It's going to be one where we come back out and connect again. You know, so many of us have felt isolated, locked away, you know, imprisoned actually in homes that have not felt safe for us. You know, somebody said to me, oh, I felt like it was a real attack when I heard UK Black Pride was not going to happen in person again. And I said, well, you know, we did as much as we could to include so many people into this year's event. But next year, oh, it's just going to be, I mean, I'm excited. And often I don't get excited. I, I kind of um, feel like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so much work, but we need to do it. When I was listening to um, the Black Tech Fest as well, I really enjoyed like learning about what you've learned about accessibility and everything as well. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the accessibility. You know, when we say accessibility, people often think, oh, it's just for somebody who's a wheelchair user to get around to get into the shop. Well, actually, UK Black Pride, it's taught us that getting involved or being inclusive means having sign language interpreters, BSL. It means also putting funding into, say for example, our refugee migrants and asylum groups so that they can top up their data because we all took for granted that we could jump on Zoom, we can jump on you know, Teams or Google Hangouts, but actually you need to have data or Wi-Fi. And if you're somebody in the bracket where you do not have that sort of funding, how do you access it? So UK Black Pride used the funding that it received from, you know, it's campaigning about Black Lives Matter, Black Queer Lives Matter, and we put it back into our communities. And um, yeah, we also looked at safety online, language and things that we should use and spoke to and consulted with different groups. On the topic of themes, this year's LGBT Plus History Month theme is politics and art. What does this mean to you? Oh, art activism. Our bodies and our beings are political. We've often been used as pawns, you know, for people to get what they want and then discard that for, from us. 
you know, political messages about how we protest, what we think, what we say, what we do, what we feel is going to come through so strongly through, you know, LGBT plus History Month, but not just isolated to that one month. It will be throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the year. And art, that's another form of expressing oneself, right? And that is about messages seen. You know, I take Zanani Mahuli's work, and when you look at the activism through her, her photos, it tells such a powerful story about South African apartheid. It tells a story about queerness, about trans inclusion. And I'm looking forward to seeing all of that and more through that, through the theme and woven into the whole year. You do so much to serve the community. How do you find time to serve yourself and how do you do this? Oh, you're answering this question. Because <laughs> I can talk really well about self-care that people need to have in their lives, but I'm not the best at it. I think, you know, reading, music, taking a walk now with the dog helps. I've learned how to say no to some things, which has been really good for my own mental health and well-being. And that's the hardest thing to do when you know that so many people, so many things need addressing. Um, if you're not good for yourself, you can't be good for anybody else. And saying no felt quite empowering. It felt like a sense of, okay, well, I can sleep probably an hour extra because I'm making some time for me. And also expectations. Now, sometimes I dislike when people put me on this pedestal because I think people fall off and there may not be a safety net to catch you. And when you're a black woman, sometimes people are also looking for you to fall. So it's also treading, treading carefully for yourself and telling people that actually now is enough or I'm tired or no, I can't come out or no, unfortunately on this occasion, I can't speak at your events because it might not feel right for you. And it's not everything I say yes to. Thank you, Lady Phil, for talking to us on Pod Diva today and all the work that you do to help our community. Congratulations on an amazing cover. Pod Diva. Thank you for listening to Pod Diva, queers for your ears, in association with Diva Magazine, the world's leading brand for LGBTQIA plus women and non-binary people. Please listen and subscribe on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Diva Magazine. You can email us at editorial at divamag.co.uk. Share the love by leaving us a review. Pod Diva. Queers for your ears. Pod Diva. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.